0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. The Illinois final line, just, we're just moments away from getting the 76-50 win over the Nebraska Cornhuskers, continuing Illinois' Big Ten win streak of two after beating Wisconsin the other night, or other day, I should say, finally getting on a little win streak here of two in a row and getting another Big Ten win, a big-time win, 76-50 to over Nebraska, uh, and it's a big time win. Anytime you can get one in the Big Ten, so we're going to discuss that real quick for this Illinois versus Nebraska post game. We are moments recording moments after the game is over. Uh, Illinois got the big win over Wisconsin before, and now they get the big win over Nebraska. Uh, hit the like button, subscribe button on the YouTube channel, follow and rate it on Apple and iTunes. Follow me at Coach underscore Steve seventy two, and then the podcast wheres at Coach Steve Show on Twitter as well. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Check out all the affiliates, all that good stuff. Follow and rate it, all that good stuff. Um, they get a big win over. Illinois gets big win over Nebraska. Um, it's always a big win when you could get a win in the Big Ten. Uh, Nebraska has been up and down this season. Uh, you know they've lost to Indiana and Purdue, but then they've also beaten Iowa and they've beaten Minnesota. Um, their schedule has been, eh, but you know they got wins over. Boston College, Florida State over number seven, Creighton. So they have gotten some wins. They have just been inconsistent with their play. Uh, But Illinois travels to Nebraska uh, feeling pretty good after their win uh, over Wisconsin on Saturday. Uh, Playing much better, playing much tougher defense, playing much better on offense, moving the basketball around, uh, being unselfish with the basketball. Uh, more unselfishness than selfishness um, a lot of ball movement and tonight it started off a little slow like Illinois tends to do but that was one of the biggest if not the biggest takeaway is the continuum of how the offense is moving the ball a lot better than they were during type of, during the losing games that they have had you know versus Maryland and Virginia and Missouri definitely Missouri. And Northwestern, something clicked after their Northwestern game. We saw glimpses of it, but then Wisconsin, we saw a lot more of it. And so tonight, could we see more of the same? And we absolutely did. We saw way better ball movement. We saw lots of people cutting. They still stay in that 2-1-2 look where they're they're passing, and then they're cutting around, and they get a high ball screen, and then they have motion on the backside. Back cuts and continuing that throughout this game was – big time for Illinois because of all the standing around that we did see. Uh, because people wanted to really panic after the Missouri game. And, you know, I don't think we should have panicked right then and there, but I understand why people were panicking because of the lack of movement we had on the floor, the lack of passing we had on the floor, those extra passes. You saw a ton of ball movement with Illinois tonight. Um, Lots of assists for people. Uh, Coleman Hawkins had five assists. Mayer had two assists. Shannon Carter had four assists as well. Rogers had one assist. So you, you had 14 assists, but you, if you saw the extra, there was pass, 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 and then pass, pass, pass again, and pass, 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 drive in the lane, kick out again. So just very unselfishness play that we did see from Illinois. And you saw Shannon Carter is finally starting to get into a groove. He was 10 of 17 uh, with 25 points he had four steals four assists 11 rebounds seven defense rebounds four offensive rebounds he was two of seven on three three of five on free throws so he really played well uh, Colin Hawkins did not have the same type of game he was one of five from three point line four of eight field goal but he had ten points uh, he came up with a block steal five assists uh, three defensive rebounds Mayer uh, Mayor has starting to fill into a role of he doesn't always have to be this big time shooter. Sure, he'll hit the shots when he needs to. He was um, only two of ten though, two of 83, three, but they come at a time when it's needed. He was four or five from free throws, but where you see is he's getting four defensive rebounds. Uh, he's passing the ball with two assists. He had two blocks. Uh, one steal. So he's focusing a lot on the defense side of the ball knowing that he can come down, bring the ball handle up, make that extra passes when he needs to because they know he is a threat to hit those shots when needed. Um, Epps off the bench has, I thought, played a lot better, uh, or he's played well this year. I should say he was six of seven from field goal one for one for three with thirteen points off the bench. Um but a guy that really stepped up with hustle points that people don't really talk about is, Ty Rogers. He was all over social media. Four offensive rebounds, three defensive rebounds. So his time playing, he had seven total rebounds, uh, only four points, but he was the guy diving on the floor for the basketball. He was the guy that was getting people's faces on defense. So his energy off the bench really helped elevate Illinois. And then R.J. Melendez, um, even though he's only four of nine from shooting, it it was a lot better than what he was. He had ten points off the bench, two of six from three, um so Illinois just overall as a team with Shannon Carter leading the way of 25 points who was taking guys off the dribble. Still he was still making extra passes. He still ended up with four assists. Um he was saying, you know, two dribble shooting type and shooting the ball. And uh really um was able to open up the game, which I got a lot more focus on him, so then Epps steps in off the bench and gets some points. So it just really allowed things to happen there on the offensive side of the ball. Um, looking at Illinois stats, they were 45.9% shooting, uh, 8 of 29 from three, which is not good. They struggled in the first half shooting the three, and it kind of happened in the second half, but mainly the first half, we still saw that, um... Struggling shooting three at times, 27.6% from three. Total of 18 for free throws, 66.7%. 41 total rebounds, 28 defensive rebounds to 13 offensive rebounds, 14 assists, 12 steals, 7 blocks, which is amazing. We did turn the ball over 11 times. Um, We had 21 fouls, so we have to learn or really focus on not fouling. Nebraska. Shot 37% from field. They were 4-14 four from three, which is 28.6%. Six for 11 on free throws, 54% there. 33 rebounds, nine offensive rebounds, 24 defensive rebounds. They only had eight assists, three steals, two blocks. Uh, they turned the ball over 17 times. Um, last year I said Nebraska. I think it was Nebraska. Nebraska, I think Utah were some of the best rebounding teams I've seen. So to come in and do that to Nebraska, as an if, if you're an Illinois fan, is pretty – Great to see, um, but another headline you're going to see outside of the players playing well and what was happening on offense is we're continuing this non-switching defense. It happens at times, but it was I said this on the last episode that that's going to take some growing pains because if you're practicing switching a defense, that makes you play off a little bit. That makes you vulnerable to slips to the rim. Makes you vulnerable to some. Pick and pops, and then it makes you vulnerable to have completely wide open shots off the backside because if you're not paying attention, you're not communicating well, and then you're less aggressive. And then the less aggressive you are, the less steals you're going to get, which gets you onto fast break, which is what Illinois did. Illinois off the steals had these fast breaks because they're they were I thought they were great on defense, uh, besides at the beginning of the second half. Beginning of the second half, they allowed Nebraska to go on a six eight nothing run, but. That non-switching defense is really working. The the aggressiveness of our defense, um, able to con- to tr- force turnovers, have fast break opportunities with how athletic and lengthy Illinois is. That's something I don't know if a lot of people are going to talk about is when they stopped switching, they became more aggressive. But I also said when you switch and you play that type of defense to switch it, it's going to take a little bit. And to really focus on moving on offense too takes a little bit. And I, we're starting to see the benefit – and um, the result of this, now it is still going to take time because we have a tough schedule coming up. Uh, but to do this to Nebraska to gain some confidence is fantastic. And one thing I wanted to see with this Illinois team that you saw with Wisconsin was when Illinois got up and they had this momentum, something would happen. They'd turn the ball over. They would force up a shot that they didn't need to force up. That happened a handful of times tonight. I know Coleman Hawkins shot a... Steph Curry range, not far than Steph Curry range three where he didn't need to. And then I think once in a while, maybe May or somebody settled for a three. But outside of that, they really understood understood the assignment and passed it when they need to. And then the next part you want to continue to see with this change of or more attention to detail on offense and what they're doing on defense, not switching everything, and they get up what's the growth, because it is a young team. He's dealing with a young team without Sky Clark, getting these guys to do what he needs them to do and continue to grow. What type of leadership do they have? You've heard the things about the locker room, so how do they handle when they're up? And we saw a glimpse of it in the first half where they were up and then Nebraska started to come back and then going into the second half, Nebraska was on the 6 nothing run. How do they handle that? Coach Underwood calls a timeout, they hit a three. Then they start getting stops on defense. Then they go up, uh, I think it was 18 or 20. Then once they go up 18 or 20, what happens when Nebraska comes back and they got back within 10? Well, there was. I don't believe there was a timeout called by Coach Underwood. So what happens when they go through that? They got steals. They took time off the clock. Not per, I don't think they did it on purpose. They were just making those extra passes to take time off the clock, getting a better shot than what they would settle for that you would have saw Against Missouri, against the Northwestern, uh, getting into the lane, uh, taking guys off the dribble after extra pass. So they were able to withstand that storm and make those good decisions in order to get those shots. So moving forward with Illinois, continuing what we're seeing, we saw a lot, what we saw today was what we saw a lot of similarities with the Wisconsin game. So here in three days when they have to play Michigan State, are we going to continue to see the same type of things from them? But what happens? what is happening right now, you're giving a young team confidence. You're giving a young, lengthy, athletic team confidence that can block shots, that can keep guys in front of them on defense, that bothers them with the length without blocking the shot. Uh, They're starting to make the extra pass. The shooting's still at the three-point line still a little shaky but they hit them when they need to they're driving into the lane pretty well the fast break opportunities that's where illinois lives so this non-switching defense if they're able to force turnovers and get into a fast break situation they will compete with everybody in the big 10 because they have a tough schedule coming up in three days with michigan state three days after that minnesota three days after that indiana then they get a little bit of a break in ohio state so it's just going to continue they have to go to wisconsin who's going to want that revenge Thing part back and then Nebraska again. So it just continues on to this big time tough schedule of um the Big Ten that they're gonna have. But confidence getting tougher on defense, getting better passing the ball and driving to the lane is really gonna help elevate Illinois to where they need to be with such a young team. So it was great to see that tonight with um Illinois seeing guys off the bench play tough and bring that energy. So great win for Illinois against Nebraska. Um, they are now getting two wins in the Big Ten. And hopefully this is going to slowly get them back on track and build up a team because it's a different team than we've watched the last couple years. Um, And it's funny, you don't see anything about Coach Underwood now, do you? We all, people all wanted him. They wanted his head on the chopping block, saying how he can't coach. So it's funny how we don't see that anymore. Um, That will end this Illinois versus Nebraska quick post-game. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed the game. Please hit the like button, subscribe button again. Uh, follow Ray on Apple and iTunes. Follow me at Coach underscore, uh, underscore Steve72 on Twitter and at Coach Steve's show on Twitter. Um, leave a comment comment section down below. Um, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Um, thank you guys for watching and for listening. Congrats to the Illini and also congrats to the Illinois women's basketball team. They are ranked for the first time, I believe, since 2000, so we're going to try... Not because they're doing really well. It's just you know time wise to do this. But we're gonna try to talk more about Illinois women's basketball because they are playing fantastic. And it's just let's just talk all Illinois sports the best we can. Um, so thank you guys for watching and for listening. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys next time.